Blog Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody, to another version of Blog Talk Radio. Uh, today, we're going to talk with that. We're going to do this from our main account here at... Huh. Oh well. Uh so welcome everybody. Uh this is uh this is Ed the Pagan at um Pagan Tonight Radio. We're so excited to be here and I have my good friend Neil with me here today. Neil, are you there? Huh. Oh, okay, so let's get us today we're gonna to be talking about merchants and magic and the festival season. And uh, we hope that everybody was enjoying this uh, period of time uh, with us. So today we're going to be announcing the Pagan Corellian Lustration. And that it's uh, out there and we're going to be working with it. And it's going to start on uh, the 16th and everything else. But I want to throw this out there. Okay. All right. It's been a little while since I've been on this board, so it's interesting. So welcome, everybody. And so I hope you're all with us. And so today we want to talk a little bit about the Corellian illustration. And uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about Corellian August 16th through the 19th with the main ritual um, available. And so we are, like, excited to be here. So that um, – and so we're going to start with that. It's going to be with an opening ceremony. It's going to be completely online, and it's going to be completely – for free. And so that's going to be very exciting. But tonight, or today, I think it may have already begun, we're hearing about the spring mysteries. That, that So that's a vast, powerful experiment into it. And tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific Time, our own very own Reverend Don Lewis will be talking about it. And I believe tomorrow we'll be talking with... Um, Lady Stephanie Neal of the Corellian Tradition will also be available to it. And so you guys can call in today at 646-787-1928. We're on the, instead of being on the pagan world, we're, today we're going to be on the idea of on the uh, pagans tonight. And so getting us in a festival mood, uh, we've heard uh, a number of festivals have done so. So let me make another quick announcement. So Three Gates Gathering and Pagan Unit Festival of Combined Forces to have from I think uh to have at the end of May, the last weekend in May, they're gonna be doing their festival online. I'm so excited to be involved with that project. And so we're gonna try this again. Hi Neil, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh good. I can hear you now. Okay. Yay. 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 Um Yeah, this new system's a little different. Is it? It's an older system. Well, I, um, I still can't get into the studio, but at least it's let me get through this time. Took me three times. Interesting. No, I didn't get you through the studio, and I know why, but I'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Different, different set of passwords. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and I forgot okay. to give that to you. I I apologize, but we're here. We're here, and uh, so the good news is the Corellian Illustration, this week is Spring Mysteries online. Um, they have, they're charging for their event, so you, if there's still a chance to get tickets there, tell them that we sent you. Um, they're going to be doing that. Next week is the Corellian Illustration, August 16th through the 19th, and that's going to be a free event. I'm excited about a virtual drumming circle. We're going to try a virtual drumming circle, and you can check that out at CorellianIllustration.com. And uh, coming in from kind of your neck of the woods is going to be Three Gates uh, Gathering and Pagan Unity Festival. They're combining forces to put on their show. Hmm? Yep, down in southern uh, Missouri. At, that's in southern Missouri. But they're going to do that online. Yep. And I've been built, and uh, uh, we've been building uh, the, the Order of Paladins and the Corellians. And some of the other groups, and, and, and Neil's been helping. We're building a brand-new platform that's going to be, like, it'll never replace the festival completely, um, season completely. But we're going to try to do our best job of at least giving you guys a real presence. Um, we were testing it out last night, and it 
it's okay. At least we'll be yeah. able to see each other and talk to each other and, and do some of the events out there. And it's going to be a permanent platform. And if people like it, we're going to be doing some of that. Um, so pagan merchants, I think pagan merchants need to pay attention right now and um, about the government money they're giving, giving out. I think pagan merchants might be eligible for some of this money. They should pay attention to it, and they should try to as much as they can, especially if you're running a metaphysical store with employees. They're giving out money, and, you know, we're as eligible as anybody. Yep, we are. Mm-hmm. So, but we've been off the air for two days, kind of recharging our thing and working on our projects. So, so how are you doing, Neil? What, what's up with you? Oh, uh, just trying to stay working and get the last of this inventory sorted out and then start taking pictures and then getting things up on the website. That's Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at right at the minute. I've got about three more tubs to go through and... It will be on to taking pictures. Oh, terrific. I mean, that's a fantastic thing. Yeah, it and, is um, at this point. And then we're going to start working on your master class because this new platform has a webinar. I think we, uh-huh. I think we got the potential. So I'm really, I'm really pumped about what we're building right now. You know me. I like to build, I like to build things. Yep. People don't know. I like to build things in cyberspace. I'm a pretty good cyber architect. I may not be, you know, a physical one. I can't build houses, but I can definitely build structures in, in the Internet, and I'm really excited about it. Because um, we were just talking about and taking some of your, your, the words you said, and I've been looking at it. And I'm thinking that, you know, once we can get to a festival, I think we can get you put together a really good webinar because I think we need some pictures. But even not, with I think people can uh, get to. I think the Internet is... I think this quarantine is going to change us as a community in a big way. How about you? Well, it it has started changing us. You've got people doing Zoom that's never done Zoom before. Hell, one of our TV personalities was talking about, he goes, until two weeks ago, I had never even heard of Zoom. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's changing us. Mm-hmm. And I think right now people don't understand. We haven't even even um, as equal a playing field as we've ever had. No one... Yep. So we actually have members of my team who have done Zoom for like two years. So we've got actually people with some experience into it. But this is like... This flattened a... Um, so I always tell people how I've been successful with Witch School, with Pegasus Night Radio, with Magic TV... Right, uh-huh. um, is that we get in pretty early, and we kind of crest it, and Zoom is now the next step. Zoom and um, there's some other services that we're going to add to it. When we're done with it, I think we're going to be able to broadcast not just to do this, but I'm actually looking to see if we can add this to it. Um, but we can be able to broadcast to like 30 different platforms, so we can go wow. on to our webinars. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to be looking at so when we do. That drumming circle, it's going to go on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to go on Facebook Live. It's going to go on YouTube Live. And it's going to go possibly other accounts as well. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having one broadcast and you could go out to like 20 or 30 different platforms and everybody's going to be listening to drums across the world and people that are going to get together cool. in that main room and, and get in the main room and they'll listen to drumming? Of course, it's good for everything else, but I'm really happy about the idea of a virtually dr- a virtual drumming circle, and that'll be that big experiment is seven eight uh, uh, April. I keep wanting to say August. I keep August is on my mind for some reason, folks. As a psychic, uh, tell me why am I thinking about August? Hmm? Salem. See, Salem is not. It's terrible in August in Salem. Hmm. Um. Yeah, you know, people are 
vacationing everything. September is that in October. Maybe, maybe something's going to happen in August. Maybe um, that's going to get in. But let's go ahead and talk about um, where we're at. So we now know that PSG, actually I have some uh, kind of an inside scoop on PSG. They're still holding out and praying that they can hold their festival, but they're starting to make moves to deal with that problem. Um, deal with the problem is that if this continues on to there. Uh, today we now know that we're into – for the kids, even though they're quarantined, they're, if you're in Pennsylvania, it's now official. You're not going back to school. Hmm? So the entire state of Pennsylvania, the kids yeah. are done. Hmm? Yeah. Kansas and Missouri are oh. too. Oh, Kansas City, Missouri is too? No, can't oh, Kansas, wow. period, and the state and Missouri is school year is over with. Okay, so they're doing online stuff, but there's no physical school. Okay. Well, Pennsylvania has made it clear that they're not going back for the year. Hmm? Mm-hmm. And I think they're basically going to start shutting down the school system. Hmm? Wow. Okay. Uh, for the period of time. Just for the period of time, you know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, we're seeing some waves. So let's go ahead. Uh, I want to move and uh, pivot on things like that of um, trends that we're going to see in pagan community. I guess pagans better understand. I think they better get ready for the idea. So everybody's asking me um, about where I think the economy is going to go, where the pagan economy is going to go, because I can't really talk to the main economy. I'm not an economist. I'm a pagan researcher. So let's be clear on that. Hmm? Um, But I think the pagan economy, I think the overall economy once we come out of quarantine, it's going to boom. We see it in Wuhan, and we see it everywhere else on a temporary basis. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, how much – we don't know what, how many people are going to open up and go back to it. We are never going to be the same country. You know, Dr. Farucci, Farucci, oh, I can't pronounce his name, has already said we should never shake hands again. I think they're being re- unrealistic, but they're saying, you know, we should never – you know, that would change us as human beings, wouldn't it, if we can't shake hands oh, yeah. anymore, if we never shake hands. So all the germaphobes you've met over the years um, who said, oh, I don't shake hands, or they fist bump. I've been a fist bumper for years because of my composting work, because my hands are usually dirty and I don't want to hurt anybody. Man, they're going to have a heyday. They're going to be able to set a lot of cultural norms, I think. Uh-huh. And the huggers, oh, my God. The huggers are in trouble. Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. So you are you a Definitely. hugger? Oh, are yeah. You? Okay. Yeah. So once this quarantine's over, yeah. you, are you planning to continue your hugging, get back to your hugging ways? Probably going back to them. I mean, that's just part mm-hmm. of the pagan culture. So uh, back to normality, or right. the new version of normality. In my absolutely. Opinion. Okay, so I'm gonna answer. Absolutely, I think so too. So I'm gonna answer a question last week. If I was serious about how to get on the internet with your business, and so many people have said, uh, so I've gotten a question about how do you start webinars and other things like that. Well, it depends on how much investment money you want to put into it. But the simplest form of doing it right now so that you can do so is to take yourself a Zoom account for $14.99 and control, and you can charge through your PayPal account or separate accounts and then just limit the invitations into the system. If you really want to know how to do that, I think that people have asked me if we're going to do a workshop next week, and I'm going to do a workshop next week. At the Krillian Illustration, that will discuss different ways to start fundraising in our pagan community. So that will be out there, com. And if you're a merchant, do us a one-minute, maybe two-minute commercial or contact me, and we're going to give you – we can give you space to run between them. And we might, if you're a merchant, if you contact me at edthepagan at gmail.com, we might be able to be able to give you a presentation of your product. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
well, he got a lot of space. Me and Neil are working on that. And so and if you don't want to contact me, contact Neil. We got a lot of space. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like I've taken over a 50-acre virtual lot. You know, um, I think we can actually host more workshops simultaneously than any other festival. I almost any festival I can think of. We can do have a main stage and nine different workshops going. That's a lot of space. That mm-hmm. that would be bigger than any festival I've ever been to that has workshops going. I don't think we're going At to do time. that this time. Yeah, but we yeah. can. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Right. And some people yeah. have asked me. And some people have asked me, do we want to do a virtual festival like that? Like I said, yeah, we can do it. And, un, and unlike um, a festival, we can do it 24 hours a day. So there's a lot to be said for for the distribution of information, knowledge through the Internet. So I'm really excited about that. Um, we'll see how it goes. It's, 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 this is going to be a very big experiment in how we're doing it. But I really want merchants to survive this. I, I've been already talking about it. So the good news about, I think, festival merchants is that, and, and I think this is true of metaphysical stores, while they have overhead and things like that, they've been so used to living thin on the bone, you know what I'm saying, just being careful. Yep. I think they have a better chance than the ones who basically, the stores and the businesses that have taken on a lot of debt. Um, I just heard Logan Steakhouses. I've never heard of them before. They're not in my forte. Uh, 216 restaurants have closed and fired all their employees. And they're saying they may never wow. open again. Yeah. I, I don't know who they are, but they're saying they may never open again. And the reason is they have debt. Yeah. And there's some awful predictions cool. out there. Um, we may see the largest they're saying within the next couple of months, we might see some of the largest bankruptcies ever filed. And so the world is going to shift. And people have been demanding this. Um, and let's not be a joke. We've been demanding that our society change and become less consumeristic. We've been begging that we can start making a living, you know, living on the wages that we have. And so I think what's going to die out are the luxuries. I think a lot of the luxuries are going to die out. So the question comes in to me, is the pagan festival emerging groups a luxury or a necessity? It's a simple question. Do we see it as a luxury or a necessity? Both. Okay. How do you see it as a luxury? It's something you don't have to have to survive. It's not like food, water, air, you know, it's not an an immediate thing beneath the lid. Right. But I think, so, but is human contact, human relationships a necessity? And that's where I think festivals come in at. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's the way we're hardwired. Mm-hmm. I know I'm. I'm. I am. I am probably one of the least touchy people you meet. I'm very hands-off person. I don't touch without permission. And a lot of this has been my position as a pagan leader, as a male. White male pagan leader, let me be perfectly frank. I'm never one to initiate a hug. I do not touch people intentionally without them accessing me first before they come to me first. And everybody goes, why do you do that? It's because I want to be very respectful. I want to be very respectful of other people's feelings and and the way they handle things. But I don't necessarily know that I, um, I'm good at it. And I, I tell this people all the time, but I don't know that I, I never want to be accused. No, it's not accused. Screw that word. I never want to be 
I don't care if I get accused. I get accused of a bunch of stuff. Um, I never want to be the responsible for another person's discomfort. Hmm? Right. Right. I don't care if I get accused for things. Yeah. That's that's silly. But it is an idea that we put in our minds. But it, but I don't want to cause people discomfort. So I'm not that huggy. I'm not that kissy. I'm not all of that. But I will tell you, even I miss even the, even with that rule there. And if you know me, I'm not really quick to to hug and everything else. Um, but yeah, I'm finding myself skin. They call it skin touch. You know, hunger, and I want to get out to the festivals because I want to get some skin touching. I want to get some face-to-face conversations. Yeah. So, um, so is ElfQuest still, have, they, have you heard from them? Are they still planning? ElfQuest. Uh, I, I haven't heard anything out of them yet. I know they were still holding out. Mm-hmm. But there's been nothing of Nothing official I've seen come through. Yeah. As of yet uh, on it. So basically, let, leaving that one outlier, everything else has been canceled as far as I know. Yeah. Um, all the way up to Solstice Week. Solstice Week is holding the ground. It doesn't matter yep. which festival you're going to. All of the, all of those festivals seem to be the ones that are that. Right. And everything past that, I haven't heard anybody have any cancellations past that yet either. As far as I know, uh, Mm -hmm. Appalachian Summer Solstice, they're still holding out for it, just like PSG is. And Mm -hmm. then on on further out than that. So it's just... It's going to depend on what happens. I gotcha. And so, yeah. And so we'll see what happens. But I'm hoping that I'm hoping we can open up in June. I really do. I, I think this will be, and it's only hope. I have no other feelings for it other than hope. Yes. Um. So we got that. So we know that sort of festivals. So in the meantime, merchants should be looking to go online a little bit more. And everybody's saying, oh, and so I heard another complaint. And um, they go, well, everybody's heading online now. It's going to be too crowded. It's going to be too competitive. Welcome to the world. Yes, it's going to be more crowded. Yes, you should have done this a year ago. Yes, you should have done this two years ago. Hmm? Right, but being and they're saying, well, there's no space for me. Everything's going to be better than I'm at. Let me go ahead and make one rule out of there. While I talk a lot about be first moving, I'm never the very first mover. I always wait for things to mature. I will tell you, if you're the best, you'll win. I don't think people understand right. how big the marketplace is. Hmm? Yes. I mean, I just yeah. talked about building a festival ground bigger than anything that is physically out there. Um, people are saying, oh, there's so many people doing this online. I go, so what? You just got to be better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You just have to be better than everybody else. You just have to be better. You don't have to be better than everybody else. You have to be best for your customer base, your audience base. Yep. You know, yep. people don't realize that there's over a million podcasts. When I started out, there's only like 20,000. Hmm? Now there's over a million. And I still keep my audience, but my audience likes me. They trust me. They love us. And, and they've come to like you, Neil. You've gotten to be really, people really like you. And uh, okay. as a new personality, <laughs> as a new personality, you've been, people find you very enjoyable. Hmm? Okay. That's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's surprising. People always surprise when I tell them that they're liked because it's like I study pagans. So this is a big difference. So let me, let me reiterate it again. I don't study paganism. 
you want to hold me on whatever God and goddesses, or if you want to tell me, you know, the difference between very fine points between what a Wiccan eclectic is, a Wiccan gardenarian is, an Alexandrian, and all this, I will grant you there are so many people who understand these distinctions better than I do. And if people want to talk to me about Hecate and her 17,000 forms or Isis, there is. I will tell you, I all of that stuff, I I know that. But I know the experts. See, the thing they don't understand, I know the expert in those fields so I can go out and get good information. And I've interviewed some of those people, and I brought them to you so that you can learn those information. What I want to know more about is who are they listening to? Who are you talking to? Um, I found a new – so I found a new app. You know, I've been talking about TikTok, right? And TikTok is just yep. blowing up right now. Zoom is blowing up right now. But I've got a new one that hasn't blown up yet. It's still kind of going called Rizzle. R-I-Z-Z-L-E. As of yesterday, they only had like five or six witches on it. They may have a million users on it, which is nothing in, in the Internet world today. And what it is is you ask questions or you do a video and people respond to you, but instead of using text, they only use videos. All of one minute or less. Wow. Okay. Yes. It's called Rizzle. That's Check it out. I'm on there. I'm at the Pagan on Rizzle. Um, I haven't put up a video yet. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still playing with it. I'm still tasting it. Hmm? Uh-huh. Um, but Rizzle, they've taken – so what they've done is they've taken away the entirety of text. So it's only video. Ah. So all – huh? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So questions and answers are all in video. All in video. I have a suspicion that this might do very, very well. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might do very well. Um, my lovely my lovely uh, companion, uh, Marianne Kay, goes, of course they did. Who, you know, who, who, the younger generation doesn't like to text anymore. Yes, they do. They text more than anyone else, but. She's right. They love video. We love video. We're going to a video world. Hmm? And so I downloaded yep. that and I'm playing with that. And people ask me, well, why are you playing with that? Because it's because it might be the next big thing. I like that sort of stuff. Hmm? I'm not telling you to get on Rizzle. I am telling you as a merchant, get on TikTok. Hmm? Uh-huh. But I'm not telling you to get on Rizzle. But if you got on Rizzle and you were a witch or a merchant, right? You might find right. that you can you can win that game early. Hmm? Yeah. And that and that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. So, um Yep. So okay, um so let me go ahead and take it in another little direction. So um, people are asking me, how can I use Facebook Live better? Okay. If you you should all be using Facebook Live. And they say, oh, it's so crowded, so much stuff out there. I'm sorry. Yes, you should have been doing it a year ago. I was. You should have been doing it six months ago. Yes. Hmm? I've been doing it for 10 years. Of course. But should, does that mean you shouldn't do it today? No. You should do it right now. And if you're a merchant, start showing your product. You, you can build your – this is what I don't understand. So maybe, Neil, you can reflect some light on me. I get it that you know merchants and people are, are just inherently that. But why should be people so upset when they can have their own QVC channel? You know, How are you doing with your shop pages? I know you've been working hard. I know you, you've absorbed this, and, and you've had your ways of doing things, and you've done really well. Neil's been a magnificent merchant, and he knows a lot, and he's been helping people. And he he's very earnestly, he's very much grasped his need to move on this. And I don't think he's ever going to go back to completely being just a festival merchant or just a merchant. He's going to use his internet. But yep. I don't understand. What, I don't understand why people don't get. They can build their very own very very own QVC channel. They can just show people what they want. And they go, well, I won't have that many people listen. 
I gotta go. If you had a hundred people walk through your store in a day, if only a hundred people vi- see your video, how much would you pay to have a hundred people walk through your store in a day? You know? Uh, the reason, yeah. See what I'm saying? Would you pay nothing for that? You've would got you, some feedback be- going on, Ed. Do I? You've got some feedback going on. Sounds like a computer line. Huh, I'm. That's interesting. Let me go ahead and change that. Let me mute out and uh, fix that. But um, is that better? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I gotta be very careful. Nope. No. Nope. Um, there it goes again. Better. You've got a height. Yeah. That's. That sounds better. Okay. I've got a lot of electronics going around me right now. Hmm. Okay. As I'm trying okay. to do experiment. Okay, so let me try that. Is that even better? Okay. Now you've you've got it back. Huh. Alrighty. Alrighty. So we're gonna try this. How's this? Where's that set up? Talk a little more. Oh, okay. So let me go ahead and back my point. Um um so my point is all right, we're going to try it this way. We're going to go back and uh, change that. I'm shutting off things. Uh, maybe uh, electronic spiking. You have to be careful because interference can come from anywhere. Um, so it's a free resource. It takes your time. It takes your energy. Yes. But it's still a free way to get 100. You know, if you get 100 people watching a video, so many people get really upset they only have 100 people coming to their videos. But if you had 100 people come through your store, you wouldn't be so upset. You'd be like, wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So I don't think – so I think people don't understand scale sometimes. So, yeah, 100 people through the internet watching your stuff may not seem like a lot. But if you had 100 people in a room listening to you at a festival, that'd be a lot. You know? That that, that would be huge. That that would be a sure. huge turnout if you were at a festival. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think you people as both merchants and communicators and talkers. Hmm? Uh-huh. Um, I think as a whole, um, really need to understand that a little better. Hmm? And give themselves some credit. So what? So if you did this talk, I've done talks in front, front of in festivals, in front of fifteen to twenty people, and, and that's a good crowd at festivals. It can be, and 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 people go, well, you know, that sort of thing. I've done, you know, um, I recently did a talk at when I did um, the Heartland Wellness Festival. I'll give a good example of it. I did my Magic and Miracle tour speech. And I had, what, one of my groups was three people? No, four or five people. And the other one was like two or three people. Yep. But I gave the speech anyway. And then when I had the online presentation, I got like 500 people to watch. But so many people would be disdainful of that 500 people. Now, I know people would be disdainful for me doing it for two or three people. And I tell presenters all the time, I don't care if you have zero people in the room, give that presentation anyway. But it tells the universe that you're ready. So as a merchant, if you go online and you get 30 people to see your stuff, that's 30 human beings. I'm having a hard time explaining that to people. So maybe you can maybe give me an insight. Maybe, you know, what do you think – why do people feel that way? It's back to the adage. You can't sell something in a tub underneath the table. Same same thing. Same concept there mm-hmm. is if you don't speak it, if you don't put it out there in a video, if you don't put it up in a picture, nobody's ever going to see it. Mm-hmm. So it's worthless at that point. You know, I, I don't care how expensive an item you have, what you have to say, 
it's worthless. If nobody can see it, hear it, or touch it, it becomes worthless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and yet, think... Go ahead, please. You know, watching the new Go to Neil Shop page, I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm amazed at the response and stuff that I have got out of it, and I've got almost 500 people now, and mm-hmm. I've got five different people that are following it. So at this point, I'm really surprised in the past couple of weeks, the response that I have got out of, and I'm not pushing any of the paid advertisements. I haven't done any of that yet. I want to get further along in the project to get all Mm -hmm. that up. And that's just basically word of mouth. That's why the word of mouth is worth more than anything else. So you have three people at your workshop. Well, if those three people go out and tell three people, there's nine people plus the three is 12 people, it's a numbers game. The more Mm -hmm. more faces you get it out in front of, the more people will talk, the more and the further it goes. Gotcha. I agree. That's the point here. That's what the whole point is, is you have to get it out. If you Mm -hmm. don't get it out, nobody can respond to it. Yeah, I agree. And I think you've got that exactly right. So, so, But I think because people are used to seeing numbers like 10 million or 1 million or 1,000, I mean, I'll be honest, I have – so. I have pages that range – so the Ed the Pagan Show is probably my weakest pe- single page. And I have 700 people uh-huh. after five or six months. Hmm? The Ed the Pagan Show has been my weakest page, period. And I have pages that range up into 150,000 people following it. And yet it's just as important. Um, my best page out there, facebook.com slash witchcat has almost 5,000 people following it, but it has almost a million impressions a month. People send my cat memes out there into the world. So, you ne- yeah, cat memes do really terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm really looking for a catnip merchant. Um, I know marijuana uh, is really out there, but they're and I guess I'm waiting to hear from them. I guess they're in the same process as everybody else is being partially shut down. Right. Um, but if you want to build a brand with me and you want to be my be one of the suppliers of of getting cats high, because I had that vision of cats being underserved. Cats are being underserved. They want more marijuana. Um, not marijuana. Right. Catnip. And I found out on Silvervine. Oh my God. I didn't know Silverline was so intoxicating for cats. I've, I've tested it, and the cats that I saw love Silverline. So if you're growing really good Silverline or catnip and want to make you more money, come talk to me. I need a, I need somebody to help me co-brand it. But then I have the bigger pages. I have, you know, the, the Daily Spell and then, um, you know, Witch School. And everybody says, Witch School's been out there for 10 years. But you know, Witch School is not the biggest witch page. It's got a good, consistent audience. Uh, Christopher Penzak has one over 300,000. Baby Witch, you know, Witch Baby Soaps um, has got almost a million followers throughout their system. Yeah. So you, we, wow. I could look at that and go, why do I even try? But I'm telling you, it's not the size of the page. It's about the followers and making great relationships. Now, you've talked a lot about relationships, hmm? how important they are. Uh-huh. And you have yeah. great relationships. So what is the value of a relationship? I mean, why do you think relationships are important, not as just a merchant, but as a pagan and as a person? Everything is about relationships. I mean... Mm-hmm. It is 
a lot of it is it's a form of magic itself, relationships, knowing people. It's back to you don't have to know everything in the world. You've just got to know how to find somebody that knows about a particular subject, a particular matter, a particular whatever it is. The, the more people you know, the more people you can get to makes you a stronger person and in what you can do. Mm-hmm. That makes you know, sense. It, it, it's all about who you know. And, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to know everything. But if you know the right people that do know everything about whatever subject it is, you've got it made. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's it. Um, and over the long run for you as a merchant, people come looking for you. Um, and now I think now they're going to be able to connect with you online better. I think it's going to be a lot more fun. I think, I think that it is. And, and for me, the relationship with Neil has taught me a ton of stuff. People ask me, how do you know so much about the community? I go, I have great people that I talk to. And people go, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I, Neil and I have known each other for a number of years, and I've never been reluctant to ask him a merchant's question. I recognize his expertise. And they go, right. but, you know, when we talk, people go, well, when you talk with crowds, what's the biggest thing? It says there are exactly two types of people in my crowd. And there are people who, who and when I ask him questions, there are two people. People who listen before they speak and trying to see if they can add value. And then, and then there's the other group, which is the larger group. People are just waiting for their turn to speak. They're not listening. They're just waiting for their turn to speak. I often hope that I'm the first kind where I listen before I speak. Um, instead of just waiting to say yes. my turn to speak. Um, yes, totally. And people don't – but you people know the type. Listen. You know exactly – Huh? People listen. That's part of the problem. Is there are mm-hmm. lots of people that think they they know everything. They are the expert in absolutely everything. And, right. And you know, it's usually the quiet one that actually knows more than everybody else because they're just listening to everybody else ramble on mm-hmm. about worthless stuff. Yep. And I think so. And, and people don't realize it. When I ask a question, especially one of the team management efforts I do, and I think I've seen other merchants do it, I think that one of my favorite things is, is that I wait and I speak last. If I really want people's opinions, the number one thing you can do wrong, and I think it's a terrible thing to do, is that I have this idea. For me, and I've recently done it, is that I think we need to do an online illustration. But before that, people didn't know I had another idea in place. Spring break at Witch Call. Hmm? Yep, I did. I thought this idea. Great. We can, I'm gonna, I can do an online merchandising. I can do all of it. I can, do, I can duplicate the other festivals online, spring break. But I didn't tell them what my idea was. I said, what do you think of this idea? Within 72 hours, I was shut down because I didn't tell them why I wanted to do it or how it was done. I asked people's opinions. And why did it get shut down? I never gave my opinion why I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it because I thought I could and it would be fun. But before anyone knew it, it said, you know, spring break, isn't that where everybody got coronavirus and spread it around the, you know, around the country? You know, is that to – is it celebrating the you know, coronavirus? Is it – Celebrating our quarantine. Okay. And we shut that down. Wow. Huh? Wow. Okay. What's it? Hmm? Wow. That, that, that is just shocking that, that somebody what, what? Thought, thought that way. It just, just amazes me. Why is that? Okay. Why is that amazing to you? That somebody thought that way? 
yes, it just really shocks me that that was where somebody went. I mean, it it just goes to prove that, you know, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. there's the haters out there that will call poo-poo on it for a new, original, different idea. And the idea came out when they were predicting 100,000 deaths. So I went, okay, and we and we don't know if at the end of the month we're not going to see a lot more deaths. We just don't know. That's our salary. So I saw that as being enough of a negative, but they said, well, how would you do it? And then we talked to the Zoom process. And now what's happened, the benefit of that by me not talking first and telling people why I wanted to do it, I'm able to do not only for alien illustration, but I'm going to be able to do puff and I'm talking to other festivals. So the underlying idea, they wanted the idea and I was willing to present an idea that got shot down and listened to it and decided, yeah, there's enough. Even if 10% of the audience, I would have the haters and the trolls kind of there. I don't want to deal with that. Now, let me tell you the opposite one. Um, Once you decide on something, you know how many people are just crapping on the fact I want to use Zoom. Right now, there's a bunch of people crapping on it. Hmm? Um, Zoom wow. has security breaches. So Zoom is dangerous. Zoom is this. Zoom is that. Okay. I hear you. So is TikTok. So is TikTok. Hmm? I mean, we, sure. we heard that six months ago was the big thing mm-hmm. about TikTok. So, and yeah. That's, and that's kind of gone away now. Right. But I tell people, I heard it on eBay. I remember when eBay used to shut down for a day at a time sometimes, and we couldn't list things. And, like, eBay is full of crap and everything else, and it's full of fraud. It was. But they solved that problem. No one questions eBay today. No one. Hmm? No. Facebook. Oh, it's dangerous. You're giving out all your information. They're going to send predators against your children. Today, Facebook is like the savior of the world right now for communication. And I'm very aware that Zoom has its difficulties. But that's where I you know, listen to everybody about structure, but not in process. Hmm? Right. You were going to say something there. I'm sorry. I cut you off there. Oh, you're good. Yeah, I agree with you. And some people have a reason to hate Zoom. If I'm Google Hangouts, I hate Zoom right now. This should have been Google Hangouts' big moment. Hmm? Right. It should have been. I mean, yeah, let's be honest. We shouldn't be talking about Zoom. We should be talking about Google Hangouts. Hmm? But right. Zoom presents a better product. They reach their audience better. Yeah. And now they're having their explosion moment. And, yes, they're having problems with security, and they're being honest about it. And today I just saw that they're, they just got a $100 million loan or an investment to deal with their security problems. And anyone that doesn't think the, C- think the CEO is not sitting there biting his teeth. I've seen him on – I've seen him. Um, a little bit talking, but it isn't biting his teeth and growing to his staff and his staff isn't sitting around in their homes and their offices where they're isolated, aren't working on every security problem right now to to, to handle the surge. You're, you're nuts. You're just nuts. Don't think he's not losing sleep over this. Hmm? It, it's called growing pains because they're oh, growing yeah. so fast, so quick. Mm-hmm. Everything else, um, yeah, and which was actually growing too. So if you, hey, if you, if you're looking for a witchcraft class and what, what Wicca and everything else, let's go ahead and, um, you know, go ahead and do that. Hmm? Join us. Yes. So, yeah, and I'm expecting that. So I'm looking for that. I'm looking. I'm very anxious for that. Hmm? Right. 
Yeah. Now, and we so have a we're new call-in number, right? What's that? We have a new call-in number, right? Oh, here? Yeah, This, if you're in yeah. Vegas tonight, well, it's 646-787-1928. Okay. And you can call in here for this. Absolutely. Um, right. I hadn't heard you mention that, and I thought I would check and make sure I was right that, yes, we do have a new call-in number. So, yeah, today we're on Pagan Tonight. Back on Monday, we're back on Pagan World, back on our, our other station. Um, but I decided to take advantage of the fact that we had an open day on Pagan Tonight. A little bit broader uh, audience, a little bit more to let you know so you can follow me and Neil on blogtalkradio.com slash paganworld. And that's our that's the main station on there. So, And you'll be able to hear this show. Um, we'll duplicate this on Pagan World a little later on this evening. I will put that on there so that you can go ahead and uh, be a part of paganworld.com. And Pagan World is you know, a, a, an extension of our constant ability to create um, more absolutely. But, yeah, join us at 646-787. And next Thursday, let me go ahead and say it, we're going to have this fabulous Phil Farber on this. We're going to do it on this network. Me and Neil are going to interview, and he's got his new book, which just came out yesterday, called High Magic. Sounds pretty interesting, right? H-I-G-H, magic, and it's about cannabis. Most people don't know Phil Kofarber not only is a neurolinguistic programmer, but he's a leading expert on cannabis for magical purposes. So all you guys, one week today, me and Neil are going to host Phil Farber, this amazing individual who's going to be doing with us on this one. Yeah, I got to put that together. And we're going to talk about marijuana, cannabis, and the magical uh, items of it. And I, for one, adore, and to be perfectly honest, I adore this subject. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I, I, I'm quite willing to admit it. Um, I'm quite willing to admit that. Hmm? I will tell you right. that quarantine and being isolated from my friends has really been tough on me because, yeah, sobriety is hard. But, um, People don't realize cannabis has been used for magical purposes for a long. So literally one week from today, uh, we're going to be having Phil Farber in his new book, High Magic. And you can buy it right today. On the 16th. What's that? On the 16th. 16th. Right. And his book's already out. Just came out yesterday. Yep, we're going to do it on 416. He's already got commitments for 420. I thought it would be fun to do it on 420. Um. Not so much. Hmm? Right. Um, he's busy. And there's a big joke going around. You know, this quarantine has really put a cramp on Summers because they've been waiting for 10 years for the day to say 420 for an entire month. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and so, so the biggest tragedy for all you stoners out there and all you cannabis users, and, and we're in a different world about that, and no, I'm not advocating the use of marijuana. I am saying that I am, am I a user? Absolutely, lifelong. Am I using it right now? No, I wish I was, but quarantine has really killed that buzz. Um, it's been used for medical, but it's a very different world from where it was 10 years ago. Oh, my God, you get arrested for it. Hmm? Yep. Just having the tiniest amount, and there are large parts of the country where I'm going to tell you it's still very illegal, so don't play with it. Hmm? But yeah. where it's legal, but I'm just remarkable how legal it's gotten. And let me make this statement very, very clear. I do not believe that you should take marijuana to festivals for sale or any drugs to markets to festivals. I believe there's a very big difference of having a personal stash or a personal amount. Under no circumstances should you ever risk a festival ground, as Camp Zoe did, by selling marijuana or any other drug. Yes, we're, you know, I will tell you 
personally, I will advocate for a lot of them. Hmm? I'm not anti-drug. Right. I'm not going to. I'm going to tell you. I think if you want to try DMT, cool, try DMT. If you want to do acid, I understand. If you want to do marijuana, terrific. But I'm telling you, never, ever become a salesman at a festival. You're risking the entire community. Unless, you know, I'm not saying... I'm saying you have to be very, very careful with that. Mm-hmm. You don't want to risk your community. I and you know this better than I do, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I completely agree and understand. Yes. Right. Yes. We're not after, saying don't do it. No, go ahead, please. After after watching Zoe go down and. Other things that have happened, yes, quite definitely. And that Mm -hmm. that is the quickest way to lose a site, lose a show, lose everything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so, yeah, if if you want to have a party at a festival, terrific. Have friends out of there, terrific. If you bring a small stash, and know a lot of festivals will strip them, and they will toss you out if they catch you. Hmm? Respect yes. the festival. Hmm? Yep. Respect their considerations. Um, I know for a whole, Starwood has a much more liberal festival. But they're in Ohio, and they're but you don't sell. You know, you know, they're a little bit more liberal. They know what they're doing, but they do not allow you to sell. And if you caught selling. You should be tossed out, and I am an advocate of being protective of that. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I'm trying to avoid my hypocrisy of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, yep. but it is a tragedy. We're in quarantine. Literally, the quarantine lasts for most areas here in Florida and a lot of other areas across the country. It lasts until the end of the month. So I know I'm hearing all of you guys who are. Ready for the big parties. I, I was, you know, one of the festivals I was supposed to go to was the big uh, Michigan festival, mm-hmm. Hemp Fest in Michigan. Uh huh. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but so that is. So preserve your festivals and everything else. Um, so write us. So, Neil, how can they get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me on Facebook as Neil Goodman or on Go To Neil Shop on Facebook. Absolutely. And just message me. And absolutely. And we're going to hear so much more in the coming weeks. Um, I, I, think it's, yeah, I think it's very important. I think the merchandising is. Um, and I understand a lot of merchants are probably pretty depressed right now. So. If even if you don't buy anything from them, go talk to your merchant friends. You know, talk to them. Let them know that you're still there. This is not going to last forever. It just feels that way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um. And watch your electronic computers. You know, equipment. Um. So illustration.com. Check it out. If you want to do a workshop, if you ever had wanted to try to do a workshop online, we're ready to help you. If you're a merchant, please, please, please reach out to the merchant. We're going to give you an opportunity to make a presentation. Um, and we'll be back on Monday, back at uh, blogtalkradio.pagan.world, and we're going to do uh, another great show. And I, I want to thank you for all of you guys who have been supporting us on this project. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, any la- I'll give you the last thoughts, Neil. Post something, say something. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, nobody can hear you, and it doesn't add any value. You've got to add some value out there. Absolutely. And blessed be, folks. That's my thoughts on it. Absolutely. I agree with you. There we go. And blessed be, folks. And um, we'll be back Monday. Yes. 
You're listening to Pagans Tonight. Pagans unite on Pagans Tonight. Many paths, one network. For over five years, we've been the place to connect with the best, brightest, and most trusted voices in the pagan world. Every night is Pagans Tonight. 